Hey everyone, this is your host Javier and Daniel, and you're listening to the Brown Sound Podcast. We're just two brown best amigos talking about everything and anything through a Latino and indigenous perspective. In this podcast, expect some tears, joy, and definitely laughter. Imagine sitting around a table with your best friends but sober, or you can have a drink too because we don't judge. Well... What's Welcome. <laughs> I was like, I don't know who's going to do the like, opening. Oh, should we just do every other word? Welcome. Yeah. Welcome every, to every Brown Sound. <laughs> hey, Cheek uh, what's going on? What is going on? Brown Sound Season 2, Episode 9. What is going on? Hey, uh, we've we've been gone a minute, kind it's of, weird. sort of. Yeah, well, just a little delay, <laughs> yeah. I would say. <laughs> Running on Indian time. Um, yeah, brown people what's, time. <laughs> yeah. Brown, brown sound time. Yeah, we're on brown uh, sound time. Love it. Yeah, yeah norm- I know what's been going on with you. How's life? How are the kids? Hey, man. How's you the know. senorita? Todo bien aquí, chicas. No, uh, hey, you know, you just we just, what do we, just celebrate, or we had a long weekend and it's like yeah. a short week for work so it's just been kind of hectic um yeah just celebrated the fourth of july i guess yeah, i mean did you did well you celebrate your freedoms <laughs> um i did not but no. i did celebrate my sister's birthday so happy belated birthday to pauline she's yeah. she's a fourth of july baby so we always gather for her and uh actually got to hang out with you for a day you did, you did. Yeah. got to yeah. hang out at a nice at a nice bougie cabin down in the <laughs> the land of the uh proud idahoan americans and yes and that <laughs> traditionally that is what like shoshone bannock land would you say uh, t- i don't know it's who's a borderline <laughs> yeah whose well, land is it anyways? we'll give it to them they need it i'm just kidding <laughs> yeah. oh, whose land is your land yeah. this land is my land i'm like you know i Idaho is all in the land. I'm just gonna say that. Just kidding. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I'll take no, shots. Um, take shots. Yeah, taking the shots. Um, blah, blah. What kidding. I was gonna say is yes. This weekend, <clears throat> my family was able to head out to Cascade, and we, you know, were there enjoying each other's company and doing family stuff, cooking meals, playing games, mm-hmm. sightseeing, all the good stuff. It was pretty warm. Um, I do have to say that I liked the cabin we were at. It was pretty nice. It was pretty close to the water. However, the <laughs> AC wasn't the best on a really hot day. And so mm. we did have to, um, you know, call some people and pull some strings. And then we were good. So that's yeah. fine. Um, but you know, it was a good time. It was it was a little toasty, but hey, I, I pictured you know I just think like whenever you're out in the woods, it's always gonna be kind of warm. So it's like eh, yeah, I was the like, woods. okay. So I'm like it's basically like I was if I was outside, but in a cabin on a bed in a house in a really nice cabin. <laughs> So that was good, but um, oh, like I said, any time that I can take to spend with family, make mm-hmm. memories, get out of like the everyday monotony, definitely sp- spend time with friends. Um, no, I I definitely do it. I will say that this weekend was the very first time that I got that was able to ride a four wheeler. Oh. So I'm pretty sure like everybody in the Pacific Northwest has probably already <laughs> ridden one. <laughs> but I'm like, you know, I'm kind of like a town slash city person. I guess is mm-hmm. I would the barrio boy. others would categorize raise me <laughs> um but uh, so then i, I tried riding <clears throat> a four-wheeler by myself and i felt like there was just a lot of moving parts and so i kept getting a little nervous and tense 
but then my brother was like no come on like he was trying to show me and so i rode with him and um he's one of those people that's like really confident in one of those and so he would like sped up really fast and i uh, like almost fell off <laughs> so i was like <laughs> if this is how i go this is how i go but um no i had a really good time and obviously i didn't yeah, like, good, good old. You'd have been alongside the the road with all the Cascade deer, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There yeah, was like a lot of on my way down. There was like a lot of uh, roadkill on the road. It was kind of kind of interesting. I'm like, dang, it's all these deer just keep jumping outside I'm in front like, of cars. Yeah, I'm like, why is there so many dead deer? I mean, it's hot deer summer, chickens. Of course, hey, I want to get I, out. And be I guess so. <laughs> Um, uh, speaking of hot deer summer, no, <laughs> oh, oh, okay. uh, it's a hot, it's hot. It's actually really hot today. It's like, yeah. I think it's like in the high eighties outside, but, um, before we jump into our episode nine, should we do our person shout out our Brown sound person highlight shout out or whatever it's called? I don't even remember <laughs> what it's called. It's been, you know, it feels like it's been a long time since we've recorded, even though it's only been like a week, but still feels no, like yeah, it's been no, long. No, I, I like it. She likes my Brown sound person spotlight is gonna go to a really good friend um who (laughs) recently also got a promotion um and who is in her doctorate program and she is you know out there slaying it and killing it and Mm. doing it and leading it and (laughs) all decorating it oh what is she doing (laughs) (laughs) um and i will note that she's from homedale so if everybody already has like you know ideas of what people from Homedale are like, not nah, just kidding. <laughs> I'm like, I called, oh. it, I called it the Preston of the Treasure Valley. <laughs> For anyone who doesn't know, uh, Preston, Idaho, is where the movie Napoleon Dynamite was based out of. So I always terrorize her about her hometown. Um, but anyways, no, my good friend Daisy Aguilera. So Daisy is a good friend, a great supporter. She's um listens to the podcast she caught the one episode where i threw some shade at at home and she messaged me right away but uh no i know daisy since college undefeated Mm. uh beer punk champs you know we we did that and uh you know she's just a really good funny person a good person to have in your corner and so i just want to say daisy you make a difference in this community and all of our lives keep killing all those goals and milestones you set for yourself we will have a future um, Ms. Dr. Daisy Aguilera, Dr. Ms. Daisy Aguilera, Dr. Aguilera. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm all Dr. Homedale, just kidding. Yeah. But, <laughs> <Dr. Homedale. laughs> but uh, you know, just thank you for being you. Thank you for being um, a great friend and being a supporter of the podcast. We appreciate you. Don't change. Awesome. I, I don't know if I've ever really been to Homedale, but um, I, if you made, said it's like the Preston of the Treasure Valley, I'm assuming <laughs> it's probably like the areas that I live in up here in northern part of Idaho. So I'm, you know. you it's, know, it's, it's a farm town. Is one of the, oh, you know, it's a, yeah. You know, oh, one of those. Cattle. Okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> Speaking of cattle, we just had a whole bunch roaming, roaming through our yard today. I don't know if anyone, who, I mean, whoever follows me on Instagram can see that on my story. Our surveillance picked up like I don't know. I mean, know how many? Like maybe twenty. Oh like, dang! I don't know. What do you call them? A herd? A herd of cow? Cattle? Cattle herds? What they called a um, 
a curdle. <laughs> yeah. But there was like a whole bunch. Our my surveillance thing was all going off, and that's so annoying sometimes. I'm like, what the heck? I look at that animal, and I look. I'm like, oh shoot, there's like a whole bunch of cows just roaming around. But uh, that's small town Idaho life. Um, anyways, <laughs> my my person shout out goes to Jayante Cuevas. She's Mateo's niece, and I've known Jayante like you know for I'm pretty sure for a long time. You know, I've, I've known Mateo's family for a very long time. Yeah. Jayante, um, she was just recently over uh at the house with Mateo over the weekend we had some of the some some good little wine spritzers or whatever they were called. oh yeah I, was, yeah I was just calling them the Spalding Summer Spritzer because <laughs> it was so good but anyway she came over to the house and she was like telling like oh I listened to the podcast and it's really cool with, you know listening and stuff like that so I was like oh I'm gonna yeah. give her a shout out so shout out to you Jayante thanks for listening she's over in the Pialop area she work she's a social worker and she's like amazing and she's 21 and she's got like her master's degree already like Dang, she's yeah that's... she's she's doing it she's doing awesome work over there and so shout out to you Jayonse. keep up the great work and uh yeah she's just full of good laughs anytime you hang out with mateo and her it's just gonna be good laughs so that's amazing shout, and so is her, is her last name Jayonse cuevas jimenez uh which i think she just goes by Jayonse cuevas but oh okay <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Well, yeah. Well, oh, congratulations. I was going to say that in Spanish, <laughs> but I can't remember how to say Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. She's Spanish, too. But, okay. I'm a hola, Jayonce. <laughs> Gracias for being here. Okay, so I did have to tell you, I Googled what a group of cows were. <laughs> and What's they're called? called a herd or a drove. So, oh, that, you know, no, no country talk for... <laughs> Yeehaw! For all that. Where did I come from? Where did I go? Yeah. <laughs> I'm all in a little bit of chicken fried. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Cold beer on a Friday night. Uh, pair of jeans, you fit just right. Just kidding. Um, no. We should definitely hit up a karaoke bar one of these days. Well, I think we need to. And anyone who's listening, you're invited. Just yeah, come find sure. us and <laughs> yeah, just we'll sing it out. Yeah. Um, uh, no, I was going to say, Chica, let's talk about another cool mil- milestone that we hit. So b- okay, oh, before we, yeah. we hit on, on that, we recently got a new review on oh, our yeah. Apple podcast. And hold on one second. Here's the message because I want to share. And it was actually really nice. Yeah. Leo Z. I saw the nine. If you're listening. This shout out is for you. So here's what Leo Z had to say. He said, just started listening to the Brown Sound podcast yesterday. When I say I was smiling ear to ear within the first three minutes. Um, Absolutely love the laughter and joy. These two share not just with each other, but myself as a listener. Forever fan. Can't wait to binge listening to all episodes. Keep it going. And uh, so do you know how like cool it feels to be able to read something like that? When someone's yeah. like giving you kudos and feedback. And let's, I'll say this. I know that we're like pretty funny people but i mm-hmm. also like when we're doing the show i'm I'm not thinking of that i'm just having a good time yeah so for someone to give that feedback it's like it's amazing it feels really good and i'm like cool what we're saying is resonating with people and also we get to share a little bit of our joy um out there and so anyways leo z um if you are listening send us a private message on brown sound podcast we will mail you some of our stickers and um 
you know some some additional swag but we want to say thank you for taking the time to do that it does mean a lot and we you know we're just out here being ourselves trying to get some definitely some perspectives out from the latino indigenous um you know point of view or lens but uh no thank you thank you so much yeah definitely appreciate it when i when i saw the little review notification um i was like oh snap we got a new one (laughs) when i sent it it was like oh nice so yeah appreciate the support out there again to just not leo um to everybody you know we've got a lot of support and i guess you know this even leads into our next huge milestone um announcement absolutely Absolutely. let them know let the people let the people let the people know all right so the brown sound podcast has officially reached over five thousand downloads so we started off what was it february um, uh, January, I during, think. Like late January, maybe. Yeah. But anyways, like end we've of January been, or something. We've yeah. been on air about five, six months, and we've been able to get the number of downloads that we have. Um, I realize that if you compare that to like really popular podcasts, that's <laughs> that's probably nothing. It's what they get in a day. But for us, it's a big deal in a milestone yeah. because, you know, we don't have much of an advertisement, um, you know, ability except for word of mouth and our little Insta account. Yeah. And that's been uh, helping us out. But we're not really trying to do much but get the word out on like some of the issues that are very pertinent to our communities. We're here to share like viewpoints from our own personal experiences. And we're here to tell you like, like we're human. We're just mm-hmm. people that experience things every day. And sometimes those things resonate with you. And we get to be ourselves. We're just kicking back. What's our little tagline? Sitting we're around the table with your best friends. We're just two best amigos. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting around the table. Um, and yeah. you're hanging out with us as our third best friend. So anyways, it's really fun. And, and it's been super worthwhile. But let's throw yeah. some little like statistics at everybody. So in the short amount of time we've been... Um, on air or been live we reached our 5,000 downloads Um, we have been downloaded in 55 countries Mm-hmm. We have been downloaded in 40 states. So those mm-hmm. other 10, um, if you can like, you know, listen up. Also, I was going to say, there's one state where I'm like, huh, I know someone you know lives there, there, but they haven't <laughs> listened. But it's okay. It, it is what it is. Yeah. You know, it, it takes, you know, smart people to listen to podcasts. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was just about to rhyme with that state, but I guess I won't anymore. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. So our. Our top countries that have downloaded our episodes are the U.S., Canada, Mexico, and Puerto Rico. That's yeah. That's pretty cool. Our top states are Idaho. So shout out to our you know hey, two away. our our home state. Yeah, Washington, Oregon, and California are also top. Dang, so West like, Side. Absolutely, West Coast. We get in the love. Top cities Definitely. include Seattle, Boise, Lapway, and Portland. So I'm like, Caldwell, I'm gonna lead you to step it up. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, come on, two C. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but you know, those are some of the top little stats on that we can pull through um, through Captivate.fm, which is our um, you know distributing. Yeah. What do we call it? Source. It's like the ho- the thing that hosts the our podcast. Hosts, yeah. yeah. So, anyways, that's that's pretty neat. We wanted to share that with you all. Thank yes. you so much for all the love and support. You know, let's get to ten thousand by the end of the year. Hopefully, that's a yeah. cool level, or even higher by the end of the year. I think that will be our goal. Oh, and land is a deal. Somebody who's listening, good, <laughs> yeah. pay us for this. We are doing this all for free. Um, entertaining well, remember, I want a, tets- a tessie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, just you want a tetsy? <laughs> <laughs> All of what? I want a Pepsi. Yeah. <laughs> oh 
footy. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely huge. You know, thanks to you all that out there support us and listen and share. You know, I'm always really surprised, like, even just with, like, even my job in radio, like, I'm always so surprised with um, how many people listen and how many people, like, you know, say, like, hey, I listen to you. You know, like, the, to me, it's always just like, oh, wow, it's really, it's still, um, even after, like, six years of doing similar work, it's still surprising to this day that people are like, oh, I listen, you know, because it's like, oh, cool, yeah. you guys take time out of your day to, to support. So I appreciate all the love, especially from my hometown, my res, Lapway, you know, the best, you know. So yeah, I, definitely. I was even going to say Cheek X, um yesterday i ran into um so my sister one of my sister's close friends childhood friends graduated went up to u of i you know joined a latina fraternity um she's now there working for some of the offices that we were involved with when we were up there Mm -hmm. and i saw her yesterday because she's down visiting um she came to see my my sister um and we were you know i was there so i went over to talk to her and she was like oh my god i listened to your podcast you guys are so funny (laughs) and she was like hey i wanted to ask you do you remember when you were talking about that uh director who wouldn't let you have the um fry bread the fry bread cell out of the native center and i was like oh yeah she was like oh was that so and so and i was all well yeah and she was like oh okay totally get it i totally understand and it was really funny so i'm like even those little things you know because that's kind of buried deep in one of the episodes Mm -hmm. so it's like man people are really (laughs) listening yeah people definitely do definitely do tune in um and it's to me it's just like oh wow that's super cool i appreciate it you know shout out to shout out to all our listeners out there we got to come up with like a brown sound like um fan base name yeah (laughs) just what do we call them oh the brownies brownies? (laughs) (laughs) the brown soundies just kidding i don't know the brown yeah the brown sandies (laughs) but the thing is something you just call them the just call them the cafecitos the little browns Or this the uh, I'd be like oh the cheekexes los cheekexes oh, or like something that, the, yeah I don't know we'll think of something <laughs> yeah <laughs> the cheeky leaks <laughs> oh, oh man yeah that's that's definitely good cheekex uh, so so what are we gonna be talking about today what are we gonna you know so today we talking about just kidding today we'll be speaking about just kidding. <laughs> No, today we, we want to bring attention to questions that you and I have heard mm. from other people. Um, and sometimes it can be like not unintentional, but we want to talk about some questions that, you know, if we were Scooby-Doo, we'd definitely do a ruby. You know, one ear <laughs> would go up um, and, you know, it makes us really think like, did they really just, you know, questions right. like that. And I think a lot of times just because of like cultural nuances or people you know really not knowing um how mm-hmm. like these questions land can be you know a little like weird triggering <laughs> but weird yeah, yeah. But weird so let's start off chicks what is a question that you have heard that you're like whoa wait a minute like, hold up now <laughs> yeah what uh, is something <laughs> that you have heard that you kind of remember recently uh, well, I, was recently, actually, um, I actually was asked by someone, and it's and it wasn't like, I don't think it was in like a, you know, like a, I don't know, I think this person is just kind of super awkward socially, maybe, and so they asked me, um, you know, as a native person, are you scared to be around Mexicans? And I was like, <laughs> uh, uh, no, like... 
I'm like, Mexicans, those are my people. No, but like, <laughs> no, but I, but it was coming from someone who was, you know, of like the Mexican community too. So I, I don't know if they just, maybe I was like the first native they met or the first native they've been around. I don't know. But that question was weird. I was like, no, like, um, I feel like, you know, our communities have a lot of similarities and, you know, obviously right. there's, there's some differences here and there, but I mean, I feel like when it comes to family and things like that, there's a lot of similarities. So I, I, I just remember telling that guy like, no, man, like this is, you know, I mean, I'm not really scared of any anybody you know but (laughs) but definitely definitely not scared of you know being around like any other brown people like it just feels to me more comfortable and feels you know comforting but yeah that was a weird question that does seem a little well i mean and i'm trying to think of like maybe why they would ask that it's like they're probably seeing things in the media or some you know where like we're like pitted against each other or like highlighting violence i don't really know but i mean it's a weird little question yeah yeah i just was like uh, no, I, like honestly, I'm probably more scared to be around like I don't know, like You're rednecks or something. Goats. You know, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm like croutons. Uh, no, yeah. Um, I was gonna say, let me know if this resonates with you, but have you ever been asked uh, by non-Latino or Indigenous people? I'm, I'm just referring to non-Latino people mm-hmm. for myself, but um, have you ever gotten the question like, where are you from, and like? <laughs> So then you'll like answer like, you know, Caldwell or like Idaho mm-hmm. or whatever. But then the follow up will be like, no, I mean, like, where are you like really from? And that's just digging in deep to like one, that person is insinuating that I don't belong here. And two, mm-hmm. that I'm an outsider. Three, that, you know, I what that I probably belong, you know, that I yeah. maybe in another country. I don't know uh, what they're really getting at is like, what's your ancestry? I think. Right. And the way the question lands, though, is a little like, well, you know, well, I'm from from Idaho, born and raised in Caldwell. Uh, you know, that's me. You're like the two But then C. when you start, but I've turned that around sometimes. You know, not in a passive aggressive way, but in a kind of reflective way. So I've gotten that question before, where someone's like, "Well, where are you from? Where are you really from?" And I'm mm-hmm. and I explain Caldwell, and you know, I explain like Idaho. And then when they press, I'm like, "Are you asking about my ancestry?" And then I'll like, <laughs> you know, I'll, like clarify. And then they'll say, "Oh yeah." Um, and so then I'll say, "Well, my parents are from Mexico, so I guess that would be my ancestry." Um, but what I what I get when I ask is I do the same thing back to the same person. And I'll be like, what about you? Where are you from? Until they'll say, like, you know, wherever, Idaho. or And I'm like, oh, like, that's where you've always been from? <laughs> and so then they're like, oh, well, I guess I don't really don't have or I really don't know. Or, like, my family's mm-hmm. been here so long that I don't, you know, there's a disconnect. But, you know, that question is always a little, like, like, ugh, you know. Like, yeah, a little I don't cringy. Know, like, a little, like, ugh. Like, uh. At least, like, that's the thing, too, is at least we know where we're from, you know? A lot of people kind of don't even know. Like, I know where my ancestors are, fr- ancestors are from, you know? Yeah. Um, I've definitely been asked that, but it's usually from, like, um, yeah, I would say non- brown people but um i i think most time when people see like a native person they just assume we're either like you know mexican or latino or something i think they're yeah. a little similar in looks so i think most of the time whenever i'm asked that people just think i'm like oh this guy is he like what are you you know type of thing <laughs> yeah. because i've either been asked if i was been like you know i've been asked if i was samoan i've been asked if i was mexican you know i'm like no like the other brown no no the other brown like yeah. the other one you know Keep but, keep going on the color wheel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I've been I've been definitely asked weird questions like that. And it's always weird too because I'm like, well, I mean, 
it's like, well, my ancestors are from here, so I, I mean, this is uh, this is where I'm from, you know. Um, but yeah, no, that, that I mean, and and I get it. I think maybe they're just trying to understand background or like, you know. But I think one of the things, <laughs> um, I want to point this out because it made me laugh. Um, I have been asked before, like in a in a setting. So here's the premise: like I've showed up to a, a location, and you know, I um, haven't been able to speak yet, and you know, someone has legit without knowing me um, wanted to ask me a question and I don't remember like in what context this happened to me but someone was legit like um do you speak English (laughs) (laughs) and I mean I guess that's that's an okay question I really don't know how to navigate that but it's um I guess people you know I I don't know what the purpose of that was but I mean in the reverse though I've also gotten people um you know asking or just straight up coming to talk to me in in Spanish or like um you know things like that like people Mm -hmm. just I I think it, it is important to ask someone um you know that if you don't know but it's also the delivery and the context because it can come out right super weird if someone out of nowhere <laughs> comes up to you and is like do you speak english do you speak spanish yeah. <laughs> i'm like well what do you, you know why mm-hmm. why do you need yeah. to know um and so that's that's been um that's been something interesting but the, here's another one for me like i have been asked by people that i don't know at all come up to me and be like so where's a good place to eat mexican food <laughs> like, <laughs> no uh you know like it kind of catches you off guard a yeah. little bit well it's like well i you know i'm not the voice of all latinos um <laughs> you like, could easily home? google this yeah <laughs> you could easily google this i'm like but um yeah i think um if you're in caldwell i'm like tacos are ready yeah. but <laughs> if you're in boise go to caldwell <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Just kidding>. yeah. <laughs> and if you're in Nampa, you're you're okay yeah, <laughs> yeah. so if you're in boise go to, uh don't go to jalapenos <laughs> just kidding <laughs> No, they're they're actually pretty good. I just went there uh, with my family and it's my first time. Also, the owner is like this really cool success story. Like, you know, she came up from, you know, living in a low social economic status, living in a migrant camp and then like working her way up to being a successful business owner. So I'm like, definitely go to Jalapenos because they're good (laughs) and we support them. Uh, But but yeah, I I stand by the Boise comment, though. (laughs) Go to Caldwell. That's all funny. Otherwise, you're gonna pay for overpriced food. It's just kidding. yeah, yeah. I always feel like that question is something. You know, it's like you're not like the you know know all of all like food in the area or mm-hmm. things like that. You know, I even had people ask me that like from home, like oh if they're in the area, like during like the basketball tournament down in Boise area, or, you yeah. know, Nambicolo. Some people have asked me like, oh, where's the best place to get tacos? And I'm like, uh, well, tacos already if you want. <laughs> Like, depends on your level of Spanish, buddy. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. Um, uh, how uh, how much are you willing to get uncomfortable? <laughs> I'm like, there's a couple good places. Uh, let me, yeah. it just depends on, no, but. And I need um, to clarify, too, like, when you recommend, like, a food place to somebody, like, they also have to be willing to go into, like, you know, a sp- Spanish-speaking setting and not mm-hmm. feel weird. Uh, you see that sometimes. I know I've been at a couple restaurants, and there's, like, non-Latino people there, and they look a little, like, guarded or closed and you can visibly see by body language that they don't feel that comfortable being in that space and it's like come on now you're coming yeah. into our community yeah. wanting to eat our food the least you can do is don't visibly look like you're yeah. uncomfortable here we'll keep it going yeah. or drive it on over to taco time or taco bell <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, take it to uh, what's the other one called? Um, Taco John or <laughs> oh yeah, Del Mar. Ta- yeah, Del Mar or something. <laughs> yeah, those other. I'll go get some uh, tater tots with seasoning yeah. on them. <laughs> <laughs> the Mexi fries. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hold on now. Where are the tater tots Mexi? <laughs> and those aren't fries. Those are tots. You mean Mexi tots? <laughs> There's a lot going on there. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. That's for another episode to yeah. unpack. Um, yeah, definitely. And I always think, too, for me, like, obviously, like, I'm not fluent in Spanish, but I do understand a lot that obviously, like, with help of, like, you know, taking Spanish courses in school and stuff like that. Yeah. And then just, you know, being around uh, you always helping me out, too. And so I think for me, at first, I do, as someone who isn't, like, a fluent Spanish speaker, going into those, you know, the community where, you know, you mostly hear Spanish. I remember being nervous at first, like, oh, what if yeah. I, like, I don't know, you know, like, I what if I don't say the right thing or something? Yeah, but, you don't want to offend or Yeah, like but that. definitely no, now, sense. but definitely now I feel like, oh, I'm just, you know, I'm, I can go I can go to Gallegos yeah. and order myself some carne yeah, asada like, and leave. Oh, oh my familia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, so, no, I, I, I do understand, like, why someone might feel that way, but also, like, you need to try to push through the uncomfortable to grow, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Definitely. And if you are going to, you know, you know participate in our community by eating our food, then, you know, then join us. Like, yeah. we're all nice. We're all good people. We're all, you know, that's some, some feedback I have. Yeah. I was going to say, Cheek um as being your friend i i imagine that there's like sometimes where i've stepped in it with you and so like you know a lot of it is learning but also like understanding that if you do like say or do or you know Mm -hmm. something that that isn't appropriate like if your friends check you or like teach you and then you're like oh thank you that was a learning experience like move on um but what i was reading recently was like it's important when you get like checked or corrected or like you know informed or educated however you Mm -hmm. call it that you don't apologize profusely because then you start to kind of make the person that is educating you apologize for correcting you you know it's kind of like a weird yeah putting the you're putting the blame on them when it it was all you and you need to own it and just move on Mm -hmm. and so that's that's definitely something i will say for people who are concerned about like accidentally saying something wrong or doing something wrong when they come into those spaces it's totally fine like yeah yeah, you. definitely, you know, if you're ever in those space, do not put grandma in your pasole. Just kidding. Just keep <laughs> yeah, going back just, to that. <laughs> Go yeah. back to that story. No, I, I, I definitely good, good, um, good tips there. I think another one, too, this is like the, like, probably like, I don't know, the very common question that I'm sure most, like, indigenous people get is, do you pay taxes? Or things like that, <laughs> yeah. you know? Oh, they don't pay their taxes. And I'm like, look at my pay stub. Look at all the taxes that come out of that. Uh, you're welcome. No, but, and I think that's like, I don't even know like where that question came from, but I do know that like, you know, um, we are, you know, subject to pay our income taxes and, uh, tribal governments, you know, they have the power to like, I believe like, you know, levy taxes on reservation lands and stuff like that. But, um, you know, some tribes do and some don't. Uh, I know yeah. for for my tribe, I'm speaking for myself, here we don't pay, I don't, I don't, we, I believe we don't pay like land taxes or whatever, but we okay. do pay a tax when it's like my pay stub. You see a lot of the Idaho little tax that gets taken out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, we do also don't pay tax on the reservation. So, say if I go to the store and something's like 99 cents 
cents, I'll give them my tribal enrollment number, yeah. and we get we get the just the ninety nine cents, not the tax on that. But that's only on the reservation. It's not like I can go to Lewiston and be like, oh, I have a tribal number. Let me get this for you know just the price without tax or whatever things like yeah. that. So um, that's a very I think a very common question that we all get is we don't pay taxes, we don't Why? do this, and it's like I don't know. I mean, I don't honestly. I'm not like too like familiar familiar on like all of the federal policies or whatever, you know, things like that. But like, I just know for my tribe, um, especially as employees for the Nessus tribe, uh, we pay our taxes. Yeah. Uh, we just don't pay, I believe, land tax. And then like the tax, like at a store, if you're like buying something at a store or something like that. And yeah. another thing too, is that's always awkward too, because like, so whenever you're, whenever you're on, on the reservation and you're in a town that's not um, like native majority, like, so Lapway is like, so there's a couple different towns on the res, but Lapway is like the headquarters. So that's where like probably 98% of the tribal members live. And then there's mm-hmm. Orfino and Kamyai. And Kamyai has a good a good um, amount of natives too, but not like a whole, not as much as Lapway. Yeah. So it's always awkward in towns like Orfino or Kamyai when they ask you like, are you tribal? Or, you know, because they, they want to ask because the stores are, so, I think, I believe the stores are supposed to ask like mm-hmm. if you have a tribal number so you can get the tax off or whatever. But um, I can okay, tell so that I- makes, I, was like, I can tell it makes the like non-natives very uncomfortable asking because there's been like this happened so many times like are you are you are you you know like they're like struggling to say it and i'm like yes i'm native you know 4036 that's my enrollment number okay that's funny because i have definitely been asked when i go to like the gas stations or like uh, valley foods Mm -hmm. and i you know i remember the first time i I was asked and i was all they asked me for like my documentation and they're like why are they you know i'm a a u.s citizen like it's you know i'm good i i can buy here i'm like when they start asking for that to buy all this is arizona (laughs) i didn't know we were on the border yeah i was but um, no, then they were like, no, your tribal ID number. And I was like, oh, I don't have one because I'm not <laughs> a tribal person, you know, or like, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah, you can tell it definitely makes people uncomfortable. I think it's more uncomfortable for the ones that don't have a lot of natives in their community. But like Lapway, we're used to it. Like all the store, like uh, employees all ask or whatever. But like in the other towns, like in, you know, Orfino or Kamiai or uh, even Kuski, there's a little town that I, I think they don't want to be like, just assume, you know, like, oh, I'm not, you know, or things like that, but, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's, it's, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, uh, and, and that's really funny that you mentioned that because I've personally been there when you've been asked <laughs> by people and I always like have to roll my, my eyes back now because it's been so many times now that I'm like, that's probably annoying that you get asked that so many times. Yeah. Um, the last so, time I got asked, old dude almost got smacked. well because he kept pushing like i was there too and yeah that was that was really annoying i was gonna ask you something um because i think i've heard this before but do you ever get the question as an indigenous person like if you have a spirit animal or if if you could give a spirit animal to somebody or like is that (laughs) yeah that's a thing too you know um that's yeah yeah definitely Things like that. Or even when people say, like, oh, that's my spirit animal. Oh, that's my tribe, my vibe, <laughs> tribe, or things like that. Like, no, it's not, you know? Um, yeah, definitely. I remember a time, actually, I was a freshman at U of I, and I remember I took this class on race, ethnicity, and um, identity, and yeah. 
you know, one of those classes. And I remember there was a non-native, non-brown girl from Genesee, Idaho. <laughs> um, I remember because Genesee is only like 20 minutes from where I'm from, so it's very American. Um, yeah, yeah. I'll say that. And so I remember she asked me like, do you have a spirit animal and can I have one? Because if I had one, I would be called like 10 bears or something, you know? Oh, and I just remember cringe, I was like, uh, like, okay. <laughs> you know, and I, and I remember the professor actually got like more offended or angrier at the person than like I did. Because yeah. for me, I'm like, you just, you know, like to me, it's like, I don't have to do anything to make you look stupid you're just doing it pretty good yourself you know like yeah yeah so but i remember that time where i was like oh like i mean actually yeah i do have a nimi putin name but it's not what we call spirit animal or things like that (laughs) but but yeah that's definitely another weird question we get from the whites So this oh. is just a, just a little tip. If you are if you are white, don't ask natives what your spirit animal or things like that because that probably I I just know how to control myself, so I didn't react the way that probably others who might not be able to control their reactions can. Because yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Asking dumb questions, I mean, I'm not condoning violence, but sometimes it will get you smacked, you know? Um, that's just how it is. I mean, it's, it's you know, I don't make the rules. I'm just kidding. It's just, <laughs> it's just like, that's just, you know, I don't know. It's just one of those things. Like, if you feel like you have to ask, kind of like, I don't know, it's one of those weird, it's a weird, it's a weird, I think it's a weird, like, space to be into. Like, maybe she was serious and wanted to learn, or maybe she was just being, I don't know. For me, I felt like she was just being um, very dumb, so. That's why I was like, I'm not going to sit here and go back with someone who's dumb. I always try to assume that someone is coming not from a place of, like, bad intent, Mm-hmm. But also, like, you know, in that setting, she's literally asking you in front of the whole class. And it's yeah. like, what did she think was going to happen? You know what I mean? Like, that's that's interesting. And also, she hadn't built a relationship with you, had she, at that point? So, like, you don't, she's basically a stranger no, asking yeah, you questions about someone in class, you know. Which is way different than if you ask a close friend. Because I know, like, I've asked you questions before, and you immediately laugh. And then you, <laughs> like, explain it, you know. Because that's yeah. funny, because I, I'm not of the community, obviously, I wouldn't know. But you're my friend. And I can come to you and ask you, you know, because we mm-hmm. have that relationship. It's weird for someone to just assume that they can ask you whatever they want, and then you m- might not be offensive. It might, it might, it yeah. might be, it might not. But if she didn't know anything of your cult about your culture, she could just Google, you know, that question yeah. or like social and media's out there. You can do your mm-hmm. own research. You don't have to put it on people of the community to teach you. Oh my you, gosh, you know? yes, preach. Because that, that I was just going to say, that is also annoying too, is like, I mean, I get it if you're really coming from a place of like not knowing and wanting to learn and, you know, yeah, but I mean, Google is free, you know, <laughs> like <laughs> Google it. Like there, yeah, there's, that's definitely a thing where I noticed um, people always tend to do is ask like natives or Latinos or like, you know, African-American people, like they just ask like, our, like we're not, we don't have to like teach teach you anything and if we do you better freaking pay us for our time and our knowledge or something you know like yeah that's another thing where it gets a little like because like our communities don't owe anybody anything yeah and we're here like us we want to share on our experiences we want to share things about our culture and our perspective mm-hmm. um and that's why we made this podcast but some people don't have it in them or they're too tired or they're exhausted or you know they're jaded and um they're not in places where they can and so mm-hmm. if you 
you make a friend, you can ask, and they'll they'll set their boundaries. They might help you, they might not. Yeah. But also, it's not on our communities to teach you about our communities. Like there's yeah. extensive research and <laughs> resources out there for you to Google is free. Yes, for you to reach and access. Um, last question on weird questions we've been asked, Chickicks. Has anyone ever asked you um, to say something in your native tongue? Oh, like, for yeah. example, can you say that in Indian? <laughs> or can you say that yeah. in Mexican? I've gotten that before. <laughs> like, I'm like, what? Yeah, definitely have been asked um, things like that all the time. And even, or even like sometimes, like, there's, um, there's quite a few, like, non-tribal members. Um, we call them soyapo which means like white or american or whatever you know it's mm-hmm. like so they've been there there's a few on the res that definitely um i think they appreciate the culture and they and they love the community things like that which is fine but i think there's a difference between like appreciation and appropriation and yeah. so um there's definitely been times where i've had a non-native person um try to speak to me in Nimi Putimt and i'm like uh like i speak english or you know like it's just kind yeah, of a yeah. weird because it's like well for me it's like yeah i I understand what you're saying and whatever, but it's like, why would I speak in Nipotimt with someone who's not Nespers or yeah. I don't I don't know it's like I mean I'm not saying only Nespers people can speak our language but for so long I mean like we weren't allowed to speak our language we weren't allowed right. to practice our culture we weren't allowed to be who we truly are so it's weird sometimes when like non Nimipu people and, and they you know they might mean well they might have a really big heart for the community which is fine but I'm always like that's kind of a little cringy like you don't gotta like well, it's just weird sometimes kind of like hey buddy like appreciate the support and love but, but chill you know but no yeah you're crossing some boundaries well the thing is some most people probably won't recognize that there's historical trauma associated yeah. with even speaking language because i mean they try to take it out of your communities with all the boarding schools and all the like mm-hmm. you know stuff that the u.s government did but at the same time we're not a show and tell you know yeah. we're not we're not here for your amusement we're not <laughs> yeah. here to you know like provide <sighs> entertainment um, yeah. and that's what that feels like when you're trying to make us speak Mexican to you, you know, like, and then, speak Indian, you know? Well, and even with that though, like there's a lot to unpack with that. Cause I'm like, well, yeah. first of all, it's not Mexican, it's Spanish. And like, <laughs> second of all, like Google it, take a Spanish class, you know, do whatever. Um, Duolingo's free, I believe too. Yeah. So we're just throwing out resources, yeah. uh, but it's, but it's very awkward cringe for someone to come and make that statement you yeah. know, to us. It's very different from saying, can you translate? It's just people mm-hmm. just coming to say, just say something Mexican to me. And I'm like, hola. <laughs> yeah. <You know? laughs> Well, no say. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, I remember there was this store in Lewiston, and the lady that worked there, she wasn't Native, but she was cool with a lot of the Natives in the area. And, I mean, she means well and stuff, but she would always do this. Every time I'd go in there, she'd always be like, Katayaya, you know, or like, I'm like, first of all, you're saying it wrong, but second of all, like, thank you for not acknowledging that. I don't know. Like, it was one of those things, like, thank you, but not that, you know, like, thanks, but no yeah. thanks. But she would always do that, Katayaya. Or she was like Kati, you know things like that. And I'm like, hey, thank you, you know. Um, 
even things like that, or like even sometimes she'd be like, oh yeah, there's like she would even say certain words for like beers, so, like the word for beer and like name Tim is to peeping. So she'd be like, oh yeah, there's some cult to peeping in there or something. Like, you know, I'd be like, oh yeah, like cool. Yeah, you know, like I don't know, yeah, like it was just, weird, yeah. it's like okay, girl, you're trying too hard. Uh, <laughs> and it's definitely, I know she means well, but it's yeah. also if you've never initiated speaking to her in your yeah. native tongue, yeah. you didn't offer that to her. She, you know, it comes off kind of bizarre. So mm-hmm. I even mentioned that before in some of the past episodes where like I'll be the only Spanish speaker in a room and out of nowhere someone comes in and says like hola to the group and I feel very <laughs> like singled out like what? <laughs> thank you. Thank you. That happens, that happens more than you think and it's like super cringe for me whenever I like mm-hmm. I, I experience that it's kind of. Yeah you know, it's like, definitely weird. It's now I now I realize I'm the different person. You know, I'm the well, thanks for singling I'm me like out. The one buddy. who doesn't fit in or whatever. Um, it's yeah, it's it's interesting. Yeah, but anyways, geez. we share this with you all to encourage you to reflect on mm-hmm. how it is you interact with people, to consider that how you ask questions and in what context. Um, you know how those land on people could be taken a little bit you know different um if you're someone who wants to work on making people feel included or like you know not singled out and not come off as you know an awkward ally or whatever you want (laughs) to you want to be um you know think about those things because we're Mm -hmm. just sharing from our our perspective other members of our communities might think about some of these questions in a different way but yeah at the end of the day it's really about like if you have a relationship with somebody, um, you know, and, and how you can get information, how you can clarify or also just being aware that, you know, you're not the only one asking this question. Um, we may be getting this, you know, multiple times a week. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after hearing it for so much and repetitively, um, it, it gets it gets to be too much. Yeah. Tiresome, burdensome. Yeah. And yeah, you, yeah, definitely. This isn't like obviously directed at just one person or not. Cause we believe it or not, we do get this a lot. And I'm sure mm-hmm. a lot of people of, um, you know, similar backgrounds or, you know, other, you know, maybe even just like, you know, coming from like, um, a bilingual community or upbringing or whatever, like we get this random, you know, we get it, these weird little things. And sometimes my, my, my advice to y'all is don't be so weird. Just be chill, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, Hey, just, you know, I understand English, so it's it's that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, GX, let's wrap that up and move on to our Brown Noises language lesson. What are we learning today? Yeah, speaking of languages, um, we are going to, well, I guess, yeah, teach you how to say I don't know mm-hmm. in our language. So next time anyone that's not new to speak new attempt to me, I'm going to just respond back and say, Kutnu. Because that means I don't know in the best person. Kootenoo. 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 Yep. Kootenoo, so. Cheekix. Kootenoo. Kootenoo. It's just my mantra. Yeah. <laughs> I don't Kootenoo. know. Kootenoo. And the Kootenoo. way you would say that in Spanish is, no sé. Yo no sé. I don't know. No sé. No don't sé. know. Yeah. No, no sé. sé. Love it, Cheekix. So yeah. what are our Shades of Brown shady questions? All right. So the shady questions we did this time are a little bit different. They're the would you rather type of 
kind. So the first one is, would you rather go into the past and meet your ancestors or go to the future and meet your grandchildren? Two, would you rather see 10 minutes into your own future or 10 minutes into somebody else's but yourself? So you can see, oh, oh, you got 10 minutes. Are you getting a flat tire? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, And then three, would you rather know when you're going to die or when anyone else is going to die? So would you rather go into the past and meet your ancestors or go into the future and meet your great, great grandchildren? I think there's a lot to gain from both. Um, mm-hmm. It's always great to know where you come from. I mean, that grounds you and, you know. Yeah. Kind of helps solidify like you moving forward, but at the same time, I've always talked about how I want to see the future, and so I think I'm gonna have to go with meet your great great grandchildren or family oh. members if I have kids. <laughs> but yeah. uh, I definitely would like to see like where my family's at in the future. I mean, are we living in Mars? Are we living yeah. in space? Are we Saturn? <laughs> yeah, are we yeah, are we in another solar system? <laughs> I don't know. Um, are we have Robots. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Are <laughs> you kidding. a Slytherin? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, would you rather be able to see ten minutes into your own future or ten minutes into the future of anyone but yourself? I feel like it might be a burden to know everybody else's future. I feel like you would mm. always have be anxious, mm-hmm. you know, because you're like, oh, that's gonna happen to you, or oh, that's gonna happen to you. We're like, hey, heads up. Yeah, and then. How would you use that? Because I feel like if you had that ability, you'd have to use it for good. And then, like, can you really tell everybody what's going to happen in the right. ten minutes? Isn't that far? And they would <laughs> yeah. come back and keep bugging you about the next ten minutes. And then, so I think I would yeah. just be able to see my own future, um, and that would, I guess, help me figure out if <laughs> you know if, if you change if you change or you choose to do something opposite, will the same thing happen? I guess we would learn that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I guess I could, you know help myself 10 minutes <laughs> into the future <laughs> there you and go. then would i like to know when i'm going to die or when anybody else is going to die i that's hard too i think i would get jaded and sad if i knew when everybody was going to die so maybe i would just right. i guess find out for myself i guess <laughs> it's all just mm. the sad weird question <laughs> i know <laughs> Um, yeah. yeah, that's where I'm at. She kicks. What about you? Okay. Um, I think for me, I would rather go into the past and meet my ancestors just to, I don't know, get to know them or just know anything that's or just I don't know. I think I would want to go back and meet them. I think it'd be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, would I rather see 10 minutes into my future or someone else's? I would probably say. I'll probably say mine because maybe it would, like, help me out if I'm like, oh, which road should I take? This one or this one if there's going to be traffic or something? And um, would you rather know when you're going to die or anyone else? I'll probably say myself, too, because I feel like then I would know how to live my life. Like, really just, like, live with no no regrets. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think I would be good with just knowing. Because, yeah, I feel like I would be sad if I knew, like, anyone else. Because I'd be like, oh, you know, so definitely. Don't go there or don't do that. Stay home. Yeah. 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 All right, Chicks. That concludes our Shades of Brown Shady Questions segment. Last 
thing for us is today let's do it a little different our brownstone business spotlight that is actually going to be a throwback so we're going to do mm. a throwback spotlight on some of our past businesses you know because we like to keep keep some um keep some focus on, on on the businesses not just the one and done so yeah who do you have today so my business shout out goes to actually two people who i um just have a lot of like respect and like um you know i they're just really cool they're doing a mm-hmm. lot of awesome awesome work out there in the community and uh they're just you know they're they're definitely making a name for themselves and their in their artwork and stuff like that so my shout out goes out to kellen lewis and michaela thompson trinell original and beadwork by michaela if you haven't followed them on instagram yet um go and do that uh trinell original and mm-hmm. beadwork by michaela they're just Ooh. doing awesome awesome things out there and you'll see on uh recently kellen's um instagram page trinell original he's been highlighting all these um cool different you know tribal members who also are um nest purse and and part uh, black so that he's been highlighting a lot of like afro indigenous tribal members which is just super awesome to see in the representation yeah. it's so important so shout out to you both proud of you both proud of the work you're doing and also they have a podcast too so go tune into um quantum theory podcast they have a podcast as well so yeah it's it's available on apple and spotify and wherever you get your podcast so yeah shout out to michaela and kellen shout out to both of them for sure um for me i would like to put focus again on a really cool locally owned business called Oye Chamoy. Oye! <laughs> Oye, and we're big fans of Oye Chamoy. Yeah. <laughs> Just call them Oye, him the big yeah. fan of Oye. No, um, Oye Chamoy is owned by a good friend, um, Natalia, and Oye, you can follow them on Instagram, Oye Chamoy underscore Natis. If you're someone who hasn't tried Chamoy yet, Chamoy is the, um, it's like a pasty, um, you know, what do you call it sauce what's the consistency but it's like a it's a um something you put on the rim of your drinks typically so you can have it with like margaritas or like literally any drink mimosas um mango white claw yeah yeah that's (laughs) that's that's a good combo and um she also makes candies with chamoy so like peachios and like different other gummies skittles um she has been growing and expanding um i know her chamoy is kind of like being shipped out of the state i know it's been in louisiana cali the east coast um probably mexico just kidding but um <laughs> you know i i just have really good um i just know natalia really well and i know that she is a really hardworking, funny um passionate person and you know supporting her and her efforts is um, one of the best things you can do so make sure to go and support which more you can send orders via dm on the instagram account and uh check them out because you know we'll be ordering from her yeah shout out to oye (laughs) (laughs) and natalia was actually on our podcast in episode nine in season one on superstitions um indigenous and latinx superstitions so if you want to hear a little bit more about her we had a really fun time in that episode go check it out season one episode nine and uh support natalia oye chamoy underscore natis on instagram yeah i definitely need to place me an order for 
some chamoy because I've been wishing for some, and it sucks that I live in northern Idaho where they don't sell any chamoy up here. So yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely got to put in my order. Well, Cheekix, I guess that uh, sums it up for today. You know, hope everyone has a safe and great weekend and things like that. So yeah, stay safe. Last thoughts: If you haven't yet, make sure to follow us on Instagram, Brown Sound Podcast. Um, If you haven't yet, also go into Spotify and Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star rating if you are having fun with us on the shows. And um, as always, we'll be back next time. Thank you so much, and we'll see you then. Bye-bye. Adios, amigo. (laughs) Disclaimer. The thoughts and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the hosts and hosts only. Cut CIO for listening to the Brown Sound Podcast. We had a blast with y'all today. Make sure to tune in next time. To follow us more closely, check us out on Instagram at the Brown Sound Podcast. For partnership opportunities or to get a hold of us, email us at brownsoundpodcast208 at gmail.com.